Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, welcome back finally to episode 41, the one where we make the most of our time. How are you? I am good, very good. Um, You know, I'm living that mom life right now. Not a whole lot going on other than mom life for me at this present moment. But Survival I'm, I mode. Mean, when when you look at like the big picture, I'm doing great. When you look at like the day-to-day survival mode, I'm really, really incredibly tired. And I know people are tired of me saying that, but dang, it's your reality right now. Yeah. Last night, I think, um, Jordan took the first like shift, I would say it was two hours. So I slept for two hours and then I slept again for another hour. It's a solid nap. I mean, it's like I am partying like out, you know, like three hours, four hours. I used to be able to do that in college, but at pushing 30 with other kids to rely on me, that's rough. Still having to keep other people alive. <laughs> yeah. Driving. Okay. So I think- let's, do, let's do a review real quick. Then we'll get more. Into yeah, re- go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. This is from Emily from Dakota. New best. Maybe friend. shorten it. Hold on. Maybe shorten it. Cause it's super long. So thank you, Emily. We're going to read like the highlight reel of this. Okay. Love this podcast from the bottom of my farming and ranching heart. I have searched far and wide for a podcast about real life and ag. Can't wait for each new episode to come out. Thanks for being real and honest and creating this great girl gang. Short version, but thank that you. Was the sh- yeah, the short version. Because we are making the most of our time and we don't have very much time. Yeah. Kylie's got a baby about to be awake. Rowdy's probably going to be in here like tearing shit up any minute. <laughs> Yep. Reese is going to get up anytime. Rhett just before we started came in and said, mom, will you play with me? And I was like, oh buddy, like we have rescheduled this for 1200 times in the last month. So we're here. We're making time for you. We're making the most of our 15 minutes that we have. So we hope you are excited to be listening to us again. We are going to very surface level, have some fun and, and get this year started. Right. Yeah. So recap, we went on vacation. That was great. Uh, Awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to get away for a little while. I have a touch of the winter blues, just like I don't like cold. I like being outside. I thrive like with my kids being dirty and playing outdoors and actually being tired before bed, not like forcing them to go to bed. Do you know? Yeah. What I mean? Oh, absolutely. When I'm the kids like- go to the shop and stuff, they are so much more ready to go to bed. And we've been just actively trying to go out on the weekends because Like when you say winter blues, I have a newborn and two other kids and that's all we do. We don't go do anything else because we're trying to stay away from sickness while the baby's so little and I'm, I spend most of my time indoors and I am over it. I'm over it. The sun hasn't been shining much here, which is whatever. Like I'm just very much so an outdoors when it's light forever type of person. So like Mm -hmm. bedtime has sucked for two of the three kids lately, like little bit of a struggle bus there. Bart's been hauling cattle. So yeah, that's still the thing. I finished my year end. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So I'm excited about that. But yeah, I just been trucking along as best as I can until spring. I, <laughs> I mean, it's almost the end of January. So, you know, it's going to be here 
Yeah. Um, I mean, spring's going to be here in two months. So it'll be, we'll be into the March planting. It, it will I'm go by super fast. Things. Huh? I'm ready for green things. Like oh, green gosh, me too. And everything to look nice. Blue skies, anything but what we have right now. It's like raining and 30 degrees outside. It's disgusting outside here. Yeah. We did get four inches of rain, which we very much so needed. So, oh my I mean, gosh, no, that's great. I meant snow. I meant snow. Oh, did I say like four inches of rain. That's legit. No, I wish it was rain. <laughs> but um, roads here, you're sleep deprived. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. That's really, that's really about it. He's, um, we just had his one month checkup. We were kind of wondering if, um, he's had a lot of like tummy troubles, which I think is very normal for four to like a four week old. Uh, we have no routine, which is okay too. I don't mind that. Um, I think I've put a little too much pressure on myself trying to get into a routine so early knowing that like, it's just not reality, right. but, um, he's on and off slept. Okay. Like we've, I, I legitimately haven't slept. Um, I think one night I've slept more than two hours and that was because my mom was here to help kind of pacify him while I took, you know, got an extra hour of sleep and that's okay. That's just reality of a newborn. So if you were pregnant and you think you're going to get lucky, you might, you might draw a short, uh, long straw, but yeah, you don't even uh, have to be a first time mom to have that. Like, look, this is your third and you probably thought you're going to cruise through it and you put unrealistic expectation on yourself. Didn't you? Right. Right. It, it is a lot of resent. There's been moments of like when I, how I was with Rhett. And if you were a listener at all, you know, that I put so much pressure and, and almost went through some postpartum stuff with Rhett. It definitely isn't that bad because Rowan can cry during the day or anything during the day. And I'm just like, whatever. Okay. I'll get to you in a second. Like you're fine. As to where with firstborn, you're like, what's wrong? Stop crying. Pick him up. You just eat. You don't need to eat again. <laughs> blah blah blah. That's where now I'm like, just put him on the boob and be fine. Like, yeah. I do think he has a little bit of reflux. We're kind of going through that, so we just talked to our doctor about um how, how we are going to incline his crib a little bit and give him some medicine for that, and hopefully he'll in the next like few weeks he'll kind of grow out of it as well as hopefully this will help. I'm not looking for any miracles. I'm just looking for like a consistent, like two hours, every two hours, instead of like two hours and then can't put it back down. Right. Yeah. But whatever. Um, okay. Rowdy, uh, let's get real. Rowdy's two. And he hasn't like, he must be going through a sleep regression and I have felt like a zombie. So (laughs) people are probably going to think I'm the worst mom ever, but I'm totally telling the story so that other people know you're not crazy. So with Layton, she got both of our kids, all of our kids have two doors because we have Jack and Jill bathrooms in between. And so with Layton, she would like open her door and just get out constantly, like constant. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't, she wasn't like awake either. So we put like the safety doorknob covers on so she couldn't get out. Well, I can't find those anywhere. And like, I was so deprived of sleep one night. <laughs> I put Vaseline on Rowdy's doorknobs so that he couldn't open them. <laughs> Did he do that? Could he get out? No. I, so I sat there the first, after I did it, I'm like, I need to listen to make sure like nothing's wrong. Mind you, it's two in the morning and I just hear him touch it. And he goes, ew, mama night. Did he go back to bed? <laughs> yeah. And he hasn't touched it since. Cause he thinks it's still on there. Oh, like a little turd. first time mom, second time mom, sixth time mom, you're still going to struggle in some way. Like know that. Yeah. You're that. <laughs> and I think this time, even I'm more nervous um, I know we did more unsafe sleep things with Rhett because it was survival. It's survival now, but right. Um, 
then with Reese, she, God bless the rock and play. Um, we still have the rock and play, but you know, it's recalled. And so I've had to go through that. And I just, I feel like I'm a little more like sleep conscious knowing all that we know now, but in the same breath, like, dang, my mom put me on my belly from like infancy. So, yep. um, we're just getting by, I think, you know, a month I'm hoping, gosh, um, I'm hoping that it's a little bit better. I'm not going to set unrealistic expectations, but farming is um it's off season as far as row crops hogs are still obviously always all-time consuming but the guys are just we had a ton of grain to haul november and december i think we're still hauling a little grain and just really like repairing stuff i think the john deere dealership has a discount in february so we ordered some parts you know to come in then and just updating stuff monitors whatnot so that come march hopefully we're not scrambling we will be still scrambling but of course Yep. Shop work here too. Nothing new. Little farming in the off season. So a couple things that we talked about before, before we had Rowan, before I had Rowan was that we wanted to take, talk about making the most of our time pre-baby again, my house is a disaster right now. So we wanted to talk about prioritizing what's important to you and how we do that. Um, how routines work for us because we and I are very different in that regard. And then how do we keep our houses clean and is clean like what, whose definition of clean are we talking about? (laughs) Right. Absolutely. So we both often get asked, how do you do it all? Or how do you do X, Y, Z and ABC? We don't, or we may, but we will struggle to do so. Well, yeah. And and you always only see part of the story online. You know, um, how do you go to work? Well, today I went to work, but I was literally only there for 50 minutes because my mother-in-law was holding the baby. The kids were in the shop and they came back over at like 1201 and Reese is saying, I'm starving. And here I am like, just writing checks as fast as I can signing and stuffing them. And, um, it's not without stress. I don't think that we tried to do everything, but we just don't do it all. No, we struggle our way to do it all. We do it on different days. We do some one day and some the next. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I think we always talk about this. Letting whatever you do be enough is really yeah. hard to remember and accept. And I, I think I struggle with this in the winter more because like my quote unquote jobs are not as busy and I'm a total like Enneagram seven. I like to be busy. Like I strive and I thrive on being busy Uh like resting for me is hard, but I think it's really important for us to remember that like each person is very different. And because I thrive on that, you may see me do a ton of stuff in the summer, but that doesn't mean that you're like falling short if you're not doing as much as me, because that is like something for my mentality that I have to like, I just thrive on it. I don't know how else to explain it. Like, I just don't like being slow. And so I don't ever want anyone to like compare yourself and be like, well, Whitney did this, this, and this today. And, you know, I don't want ever anyone to ever compare, like, I'd rather motivate you a little to like do something than ever make you feel like you're failing. Right. We talk about this so many times, like don't compare yourselves to us just because everybody's situation is so unique. Um, and then we honestly find ourselves comparing to other people as well, you know, but no one has what you have going on in your life. Like no Mm -hmm. one has the same set of issues, struggles, great stuff, kids, no one has my bills or my income or my mentality or my personality or any of that. So why do we expect our whole lives to be the same and, and motherhood and, and everything else? It's but I think real. one thing, 
one thing that's important to Whitney and I is to prioritize what's important to you. And I think it's easy to uh, feel overwhelmed by things that maybe aren't as important as we think they are in the moment. I would agree with that. Like, so my word, I mean, our problem. Yeah. My word for 2021 has been intention. And I feel like I've done very well, at like remembering that, but also you may see me in the office, like doing all my stuff and you may be playing with your kid. And so I'm going to compare myself to you that I should be doing that. You know what I mean? Like I struggle right. with that, like being a better mom. I struggle with like that guilt. Oh, I think the work mom balance is always a continual guilt. Like if you're a working mom, you're guilty because you're not spending time with your kids. If you're a stay-at-home mom, you're guilty because you aren't maybe contributing financially or whatever that looks like. Right. You're trying to do it all. And I think we live in a unique realm of trying to do both. And so I've found myself, especially when I go to work um, in the last four weeks, and I only really go like one, maybe, maybe two days a week. And it's for an hour, two hours. I find myself stressing to the max because I'm trying to, my balance. desk is full. You're trying it's to balance of stuff. I have to figure out. I mean, it takes me 10 minutes just to figure out what I want to do first. And I'm on a ticking time bomb that is Rowan and Rhett and Reese, frankly. And so I just get really, I feel real mediocre at mothering. I feel real mediocre at my job. And so I'm working through that. And like Jordan said, you know, priority for us is being a mom. That's what it is. Number one. And so we're navigating through that season of, you know, how are we going to, are we going to get another sitter? Because that worked really well for us. Who is that? Um, and, you and maybe find you someone don't, to you do don't have a sitter, right? Right. Um, you have some family close that can help every once in a while, but they're in school, you know, um, it, it's just different. Like you and I are different in that regard and that's okay. It is. And so like another example of where I'm struggling right now, I, I had a meeting today and we were setting goals and then intentions. And I found it hard to find a goal because I'm in a season where like, like you just said, being a mom is like my main job. Mm-hmm. And so I don't have any real goals. Like as a mom, if that makes sense, like I want my goals to be something different, but I'm like in a season where mom is what you are. Right. Right. And I've, I've had some like mental struggles, like trying to find my worth because being a mom is hard to find your worth, especially a stay at home mom, especially right now in the winter when uh, not much is happening. Yeah. I think but for me, valid, it is for well, me, it's, it's like a, a struggle. Statement. You're right. You're, you're, you're completely worthy. It's like you being hard on yourself. It's not that you have to actually find your worth because you're incredibly worthy. Right. And Bart would not know his head from his butthole without you. Right. And so then we had, listens to, to this. we had to write our goal and we had to set an intention and say, I am. And so mine was, I am adequate. Like, I don't know why I ever second guess that I'm anything but that, but we do that to ourselves as women. It's silly. Right. Um, it's yeah. So for me, I, what I have to continue to remind myself, especially with, um, my social media following and I'm on uh, Missouri pork board this year, which is really cool. Um, but, but in that, in that I didn't really realize how like heavy mom, mom, would be on me again with three kids. And so, um, you have to pick and choose and kids are obviously number one and you have to delicately balance that with other things that make you feel worthy for a lack of a better word. I mean, well, we just want to, you and I are very, we're very uh, aspired to like do something else. 
Like, yeah. And not everyone is that way. So again, don't feel like you're less than because you aren't Kylie or I wanting to do more, but it is, it's like a total balance act. This is like way more about motherhood than I ever thought it was going to be this episode, but it's like, it's what we're both in right now. We're in a season of surviving through we're thriving still, but it's just kind of a struggle and thriving. Our kids so are the biggest are, blessing ever too, by the way, like being a mom oh, yeah. is the blessing of all time. We wouldn't do anything with like, like they are the purpose. Like we wouldn't want to do anything else if we didn't have them. You know what I mean? Right. And I think, a, I think a part of it is like having littles too. Like oh, so, the stage. it is because I have 4-H tonight. Me and Bodie do. We have to go serve for a community event and like I don't, Bart has cards. He's not going to be home till later. So I don't even know how that's really going to pan out with the two younger ones. But then I just remember the ladies above me, they all have, I'll say like threes. There's like a bunch of moms with threes. So they have three teenagers now. Well, I remember that they were once in the season I'm in. And I realized that my season will soon be what they are when things are like easier when your kids are older, but I don't want to fast forward through the little stage either. No, I had to turn down a couple of different things here in the recent, just because of that exact same thing. Like we have littles and when our littles are all five up, that season of life will change for us. So I think while we are in this season, while we are in this like hard times, the trenches of motherhood and, and farm life and everything, when you are picking what is important to you, when you are prioritizing what that looks like for you, put away other stuff. Don't try to half, half-ass what's important. So if that is your kids and you want to spend time with them, then put away other distractions. Maybe that's the TV. Maybe that's your phone. Maybe that's the book that you're trying to read or the bills that you're trying to look at. And I understand you can't do that hundred percent of the time, but definitely put away any distractions and try to mentally intentionally put more time into your schedule together. Maybe that's just sitting on the couch and watching a movie together. It doesn't have to put, have a lot of effort have you seen the TikToks or the reels where the the toddler is like sitting on the couch and the parent goes and lays their head on their legs? I'm gonna try that. <laughs> See what they. It's do. the cutest thing in the world, and that's just been that's that's an that's a special thing. We tell our kids all the time we love them and that they are special to us. And, and I think maybe we say it too much, but I always want them to know how we feel. You know, right? So. I've been really good at setting a timer lately, like 25 minutes on my phone. 25 minutes on my phone, go clean or 25 minutes on my phone, watch me with the kids. Like it's just been very easy to be intentional that way for me. I think routines can help with prioritizing what's important to you and making the most of your time. I am definitely a planner. I like to have my next day very roughly planned out. Like sometimes I'll make a list. Maybe that looks like me telling Jordan, Hey, what's going on at the farm today? So I know where you're going to be at. Not that I'm trying to micromanage him, but our day looks different if he's 30 minutes away or if he's five minutes away. Right. Absolutely. If I need him for something. Right. And I'm very much so the opposite. I have no idea what I'm doing every day. (laughs) Right. And that's totally okay. Right. That's fun. Um, You also have kids in school, which is totally different. Like that will be me next year. Right. It is way different when your kids hit school age. What do you do with me? Uh, and then how do we keep our houses clean? Whitney, do you want to talk about this? Because my house is not clean. Okay. Well, first of all, I struggle mentally if my house isn't clean. So it is a big deal for me to have a clean house. 
oh right with his presence so if you hear fart noise, that's his new thing <laughs> hi Roddy. can you say hi say hi Kay. kylie hi <laughs> so i i make a very valiant effort to like i said 20 minutes like before bed make myself pick up the house just because i sleep better my house right. isn't spotless. Like if you come here, you could probably rub your finger on something and there's an inch of dust, but like surface clean, like the toys are picked up before bed, little things like that. I, I, I would say I'm 50, 50 like that. Like in a good day, I'm like that <laughs> right now there's groceries on the counter and dishes in the sink. Like I need to spend a solid 20 minutes just in the kitchen from last night. But again, we're in survival mode over here. Like if it's time to go to bed and there's crap out right now, I'm going to bed. Right. But you're trying to soak up every ounce of sleep you can. Yes. (laughs) Like my mom's already coming Thursday. So I have to get through the next like three Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday. I got to get through the next three nights before I know that like, she will be here just to at least like help mitigate baby wakeups. Right. Absolutely. I also, oh, the baby, where is her baby? (gasps) There's Rowan. He's going to wake up very much. So like every Monday I'll clean the toilets, like very simple things. Like I don't try to do it all every single day or I'd go cuckoo. Yeah. Yeah. We try to get all our toys off the floor and onto just like the mantle, which is not the prettiest. And I know again, with seasons that will change all the little PC toys will change. And with, when Rowan gets to crawling age, we'll have to actually be more mindful of what's on the floor right now. We have coins and I mean, my kids go with the most random crap. (laughs) I also, I saw something the other day that said like, which is going to make you like hormonally cry. (laughs) You only get 18 summers with your kids. And it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. So then like that made me get to thinking, I try every morning to get my office work done early. And then I always, always, always try to get everything done that I'm wanting done by the time the bus gets here at 415. Because when your kids start school, it's like really sad. You feel like you never see them. Right. I don't even want to go there. Like I'm so excited for Rhett to go to school because he really does. I think he will thrive with that social interaction after the initial shock of like leaving mom goes away. Yeah. I think he will like just do so well. He loves to learn. He, but like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for him to go away from me yet. And like my kids love it. Like they, they enjoy school. They're doing really well, but it's just like, as a mom, like I sit down when I get ready to go to bed, I'm like, I only got to see them for like two hours. They played downstairs for an hour by themselves. And then I saw that quote and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> well, I'm, right. I only have what with Bodie now? 11? Like I'm already Stop. in. Don't even talk about it. I'm not, I'm not mentally prepared to I handle know. this conversation. I know. So that's, that's been a really big intentional goal of mine is get things done by the time they're off the bus. So I have time. I think that's a really good goal. And I, and that's kind of the same with me. I think when Rhett does start school, our schedule will look a little bit different. Um, right now, nursing, I spend so much time looking at my phone and I hate it. Yeah, um, but that's just where you're at in life because I remember doing that. Or also our Amazon packages went up. I would order shit like every night when I was breastfeeding. The doctor was telling me something today and she goes, well, it might, you know, it cost about this much. And I was like, do you know how much I've spent on swaddles? <laughs> And the last two weeks, like it's fine. It's fine. Trying to get him comfortable or like pass. Okay. We tried every pacifier too. I'm being paged by a little boy that's four weeks old. So let's end this bad boy with a quote and call it a day. Okay. You got the quote. Okay. This is great. Let me just cry about this too. Time is non-refundable. Use it with intention. So it's basically 
exactly what we've been talking about. That's why it's a short podcast. Can you tell okay. me and her baby bye-bye? Baby. Bye. Baby. Bye, Bubba. Bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. Yeah. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends. <laughs>